This message was presented at the GYC 2014 conference at the Cross in Phoenix, Arizona. For other resources like this, visit us online at www.gycweb.org. Okay, so I want to welcome all of you. I'd like to start with prayer before we begin. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you again for the time to come together and so we can talk about how we can get our local church involved in literature distribution. And I just pray that you will bless our time. We pray for your presence. And we also pray for the Holy Spirit to be our instructor today. We pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. We will be talking about a glow marathon. How do you get church, local church started in glow ministry? And one of the initiatives that we have started in local church is a glow marathon. I'd like to just review what we have gone over. We have looked at a subject entitled From the 1840s to Glow. So we have looked at kind of the history of the publishing work. We have learned that the, the, the literature ministry was detrimental in, in, in the starting of the, of, of the church, the development of the church um, in, in many parts of the world. In the second seminar, we talked about 12 different ways how we can share GLOW on a personal level. And now we'll be talking about how we can get GLOW ministry started on a church level. A couple years ago, there was a lady that was attending evangelistic meetings in Texas. And she was a little suspicious about this whole thing. You know, there's those new things that, that the presenter was presenting and she was not sure whether she should come back. And so she prayed to God to show her whether she should come back to the meetings or not. She went to bed that night. At 3 o'clock in the morning, she woke up. And she walked to her library, and she reached for three books. She opened the books. One of them was The Great Controversy. She opened the books, and she read about the Sabbath. I don't know if she stayed up that, that night or she went back to bed. But that evening, the evangelist was preaching about the Sabbath. And she accepted the message. The point is that God cannot use literature that we have not shared, right? Can God use literature that is not shared? No. Glow is one exciting way to share with others. This this took place in 1848. Ellen White had a vision, and God told her that we as the church need to start publishing books and tracts and papers. And this is what she said. I have a message for you, and she's talking to her husband, James. I have a message for you. You must begin to print a little paper, a little magazine, and send it out to the people. Let it be small at first, but as the people read, they will send you means with which to print and it will be success from the first. Many things began with small thing and then it grows into something so much bigger, right? And she says, from this small beginning, it was shown to me to be like streams of light that went clear around the world. God showed her that though the beginnings may be small, the, the end will be magnificent. And that's what James White, her husband, did. He wrote a little paper on the Sabbath 
And, um, and then they have shared that. Now, the reason we are here today is because we continue the legacy of the literature ministry. In 2007, Nelson Ernst, 22 years old young man, came up with the idea of starting Glow Ministry. He was reading in, in publishing ministry written by Ellen White, and he talked about books, papers, and tracts. He was a co-porter, and he was selling books, or he was sharing them on donations. But he never shared tracts. He said, what can we do to share tracts? And as he thought about it, God plays a special burden on his heart to actually develop something that we, today we know as the glow tracks. So it started in September of 2007. And since then, we have printed 42 million glow tracks. Isn't that amazing? A young man seven years ago had an idea. And today, 42 million tracks later, we're doing this. So the GLOW ministry. I think one reason why people like GLOW in our church is because they're attractive. Don't they look good? Nice covers. And also they are relevant. There was, uh, this is being translated in many languages, and there was somebody who said, you know, we really should write our own tracks. Maybe we shouldn't use GLOW. We should use our own to make it more relevant for our own country. Well, the answer is glow tracks are biblical. And because they're biblical, they're relevant, right? Anywhere we go. You know, early in the glow ministry, God gave us a really, really neat story. Just, just a powerful story. There was a lady, Seventh-day Adventist lady. She was working in the hospital as a nurse. And so she's, one evening, she's heading to the hospital to work. But she noticed she needs to get a gas. So she pulled in a gas station. But she had to prepay. You know, sometimes you have to prepay for gas, right? And she looked inside the gas station. She saw several men. So she picked up, she picked up some glow tracks. And she walked inside the gas station. Not realizing she was walking in the midst of an armed robbery. One of the robbers had a gun pointing at the, owner of the, at the back of the owner of the gas station. And she walked up to the owner, uh, to, to, the, to the robber, and she says, sir, are you in line? <laughs> he looked at her, he's like, are you crazy? This is a robbery. She says, I know, but I need to pay for gas. I'll be late for work if I don't pay and, and get my gas. <laughs> and he starts screaming and cursing at her. She looked at him and she said, that was not very nice. Here, you need this. And she gives her, uh, give the robber a glow track. Now the other robber starts screaming at her as well. And, 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 he, and, and she just simply just, just hands the glow track to the other guy and says, here, you need the one too. This will make you a better man. And you know what else? You need to leave this man alone. He's just trying to make an honest living. They looked at each other and they said, you know, this lady's crazy. She's going to turn us in. We better get out of here. And they just ran off. You can imagine the owner of the gas station just shaking up. You know, he was being robbed. And he says, what, what do you have? Because whatever you have saved my life. And she, she left a stack of glow tracks at the gas station. And he said he would be sharing those with others. 
Now, I work at a conference level, and so I, I just want to give you an idea how I use GLOW at the conference level, and then we'll talk about the church, local church level. I believe, about, I believe in working with other departments. And so here's an example of what we do at the conference. Bristol Ministries is a department, and they, they focus on evangelism, Bible studies, stuff like that. And so we fo we've been focusing on reaching major cities. And so we have used glow tracks for that. There are times when we have special training weekends, and so we use glow there. Then we have youth weekends. We have youth rallies. And for the afternoon outreach, we use glow tracks. Summer camps. We actually have a glow rack at our summer camp. And the young people are able to take glow tracks and take it with them home and share with others. Pathfinders. We've been using for, for different outreach projects with the Pathfinders glow tracks. Sub-school classes. You know, one of the reasons why sub-school classes exist, one is to study the lesson, right? Another one is to focus on missions. And so we get sub-school classes involved in, in getting glow ministry going as well. Women's Ministries Department at the, conference level, uh, at the conference. We have Women's Ministries Weekends. And this past year we had, uh, they did special social media glow evangelism. I'll tell you about it in just a little bit. It's pretty exciting. Public Campus Ministries. Our university students are sharing glow tracks as well. And then we have education. Our schools, our church schools, not only do Megabook Ministry, but also glow ministry. As they go door to door, sharing megabooks, raising money for different projects, mission trips, uh, computer lab, whatever they need. They also share glow tracks. Treasury department. They pay bills, right? And so we put, we, I, I've talked to the treasury department about placing glow tracks in every envelope. You know, you, you, send, you send the check inside and then you send also a little glow track. Then the secretary or the vice president for administration um, oversees chem meeting, and so we, we promote GLOW at the chem meeting level, as well as ASI. ASI is a, a supporting ministry where you have business people trying to spread the word as well. And so we, we work the, with the business people about placing GLOW racks in, in their businesses and promoting that as well. So that gives you a, a little picture of, of doing GLOW at the conference level. Now here's a story from chem meeting. Uh, this was a teen tent, I think, and um, I, I was not really aware of what was happening, except I just walked out of the main hall. I was ready to leave and go on and work with my MacBook students that day. It was Sunday morning. Suddenly, there was a plane flying over the camp meeting grounds. It was a mission plane. And as I watched the plane, suddenly something dropped from the plane. It was a mission packet. And so I'm saying, you know, I'm going to see what's going on here. All the, all the young people were gathering around, and they, they took that box, or that pack, package, and they brought it inside. And, of course, they were eager to find out what was inside the package. Now, they were going to teach them something. Okay, in the mission field, you may drop a mission package, and then that mission package is used for missions, right? So they said, whatever we find inside, we'll have to use for the mission work as well. Guess what they found? Glow tracks. And so the, the young people then took those and they were sharing um, back home. Okay, let's talk about glow 
at your local church. Here's the process. You want to talk to your pastor. You want to come to your pastor and say, you know, we've heard this guy talk about glow, and we want to start glow ministry of the church. And he says, what's glow? And so you tell them, well, what's, what's glow? You show them samples of glow tracks, and, and this is what we, what we can do. And the next thing that he will have to do, he will say, we have to take it to the church board. Okay? Now, if you feel like you cannot talk to the pastor, you know, he's a big guy, I, I just don't have the courage to talk to him, then talk to somebody that can talk to the pastor about it. Does it make sense? And then, of course, that's going into the church board. Now, the reason it needs to go on the church board is because you will be asking for a couple things. Number one, you'll be asking for time. And number two, you'll be asking for money. Uh, you, will, you always need time to promote GLOW ministry. And then, of course, in order to buy GLOW, you need money for GLOW. Just to give you an idea of what it may cost, uh, an average church may invest $250 in three months for GLOW. Okay? For three months, $250. That's 5,000 GLOW tracks. The GLOW ministry will either take off where you may need more, but by that time, the pastor and the church will be excited and they will be happy to give more money towards GLOW or that's all you will need. And so, you're asking for time, personal ministry's time, and then you need budget for GLOW. Now, you know, during church service, you have different things, like you take up an offering, you have children's story, uh, you sing. What else do you do? I mean, besides preaching. Huh? Well, yeah, mission story. Mission story is usually during the Sabbath school time, but, but not every church does this. But this is actually really, really important. Having personal ministries time. It's like witnessing time. It's, it's sharing time when you talk about what God has done. I have a friend, pastor, he said, you cannot grow your church without personal ministries time. You cannot come to the church and just worship God, have, you know, song service and offering time and prayer and, and reading of the word and, and preaching and then the church members go home. There's something else that has to be, they have to be inspired by. They have to be inspired by somebody's testimony in the church who says, hey, I walk in the gas station and uh, there were a couple robbers there and I gave them glow tracks and they ran away. Okay? You need something like that there, right? Now, when you start glow ministry in the local church, of course, you need glow tracks. And you need, well, I say glow racks. You may need a glow rack. You need a little, little glow holder. Uh, we have different options. You can have one that holds 12, one that holds 16. But it can either be placed on a table or on the wall. Now, when you are making those decisions, keep in mind that you want to place a glow rack where the traffic is. You don't want to place it in a closet. Will anybody go to the closet to get a glow tracks? No. So you want to look where the heavy traffic is. If you have no idea where the heavy traffic is, look at the carpet. That's where the carpet is worn out. That's where, that's where people usually walk, right? So make sure that people 
if they walk out of the sanctuary, you want to place it where people can pick it up on the way out. And then you want to promote the glow ministry and it's just simply by telling stories. Stories. Stories is, is what really works. Can I tell you a story? There was a lady. So, no, she was not a baptized member yet, but she was speeding. She was speeding and soon she saw those blue lights behind her. She was pulled over by a policeman. And of course he came over. He wanted to see her driver's license and registration. And she opened the glove compartment and and um, she pulled out the registration by glow tracks that were stuck to it. <laughs> and then she was trying to pull out something else and, and more glow tracks were stuck. And so, so she just handed him the license and the registration and the glow tracks. And he went back in, in his vehicle and processed things. And he came back and said, you know, I'm going to let you go today. And he says, by the way, thank you for those Christian tracks. He said, I've been, I've been impressed by God that I need to do something about my life. And this is, God used you to reach me today. In the, the way I like to kick off GLOW ministry in local church in a, in a large, like an, in a big way, is GLOWathon. It's a GLOW marathon. So instead of marathon, it's a GLOWathon. And instead of 26 miles, it's 26 days. 26 days when we engage in glow ministry. Goal number one, of that three goals. Goal number one is to share glow tracks like we have never done before. Okay? So we do it intentionally. We do it widespread. We give it to somebody or we leave it in places. Goal number two is to get every department of the local church involved in that distribution. So every ministry can use this. And the reason is because glow tracks, literature is a tool. So whether you are going in the nursing home, you can use glow tracks. If you're going in the prison, you can use glow tracks. If you're washing cars, uh, you know, you may have a ministry where you actually do oil change. You can use glow tracks. If you have pathfinders, you can do glow tracks, adult Sabbath school, and then church school. In fact, before, before we kick off Glowathon, we go into the school classes and we tell them, hey, Glowathon is coming to town, right? And, and then we give them thermometers. We give each class a thermometer, glow thermometer, and that class will set their own goal. Now, the church will set their own goal, but also the, the class themselves will set, will set a goal as well. We'll talk about this in just a little bit. So that is goal number two. Now, goal number one is to share as much literature as possible. Number two is this is done by getting everybody involved, all the ministries. And goal number three is to educate ourselves about the... the the good days, back in the days when we were publishing people. So we talk about how our church always believed in the literature. And we cover some of that in, um, early uh, today. Now, this is a quote from Cold Water Ministry written, written by Ellen White. And it says, when church members will realize the importance of the circulation of our literature, they will devote more time to this work. So it's only when we realize, wow, literature makes a difference. 
that is when we'll actually do more for spreading, spreading literature. So I come to church, and we establish a glow presence. I'm going to show you some pictures here. You, you see a glow booth. Here there's a glow rack on, on a little stand. Now this is actually very first glowathon we did. Okay, so you see the glow booth, you see the glow rack, and then you see those um, clipboards on, on the table. And, and we use that for people to sign up for a newsletter, glow newsletter, we'll, we'll talk about it in just a little bit as well. But here are some of the pictures uh, from the Glowathon. And then after the service, and I'll explain that a little more too, uh, the church members come. Like this man, he's a doctor. He's, talk, he's wondering, how, what can I do? How can I use a glow rack to place in my place of influence, which would be a doctor's office? And there's another man. He is, uh, the Bible work is explained to him that, you know, you can take those two, two packets and share those glow strikes with others. This is, this is another church. Look at this. Look at all the drawers filled with glow tracks. Are they excited about glow or what? Now, this was during Glowathon time as well, those 26 days of glow. And so, again, we had a glow booth on the other side filled with glow tracks and, uh, and uh, the clipboards to sign up for a newsletter. And, and, of course, packets of glow that people can just pick up a packet of glow and take it with them. Now, there was a church member there, and she approached the pastor and said, hey, would it be possible for me to take the glow booth, the whole booth, and take it to my local university and share glow tracks there? He's like, oh, I don't know. They asked me. I said, of course. <laughs> we need it for Sabbath, but hey, during the week, yeah, feel free. So she actually took that booth, local university. The pastor called me up. He said, hey, she shared 1,200 glow tracks the first day. And she did it once a week. I think she got a couple people to help her. The second week, she or her team passed out 2,400 glow tracks. And then the time came because what I do is I come and set up the booth and, and I, they keep it for 26 days. And then afterwards, I come back and I pick up all my stuff, okay? And it was a prayer meeting time. And the pastor is like, have you heard? Have you heard? I said, no, no. He said, the last time she went to the university, she passed out 5,400 glow tracks. Amazing, isn't it? So we're looking at establishing a glow presence. During Glowathon, we establish a glow presence in the local church. And it's either by having a glow booth or we also have start producing some glow banners. Okay? Like this one, it costs only $75 and the church can have it and they can use it. Now, of course, we also have thermometer that is posted. And every week, as we take the tally of the glow tracks for, for the week, we record those and we mark them up so the church can see how they're doing. Below, you can see those clipboards. People sign up for, for newsletter. And then the packets, packets to go. It's very easy for a church member just to come and pick up one packet. Now, you will notice here on the next picture, uh, bottom left on the pews, we also place those right there, okay? So people, the members can just come and, and pick them up. Now, I like this picture right here. And the top left corner, you see some young people. And they're happy, right? You know why they're happy? Because you know why they're glowing? 
Yep, because they share glow. The top right corner came, the picture came from a lady. She's not a seventh, uh, she was not a Seventh-day Adventist yet at that time. And she, when we talked about it, you can actually take a glow rack and you can place it in your office. And you said, yeah, yeah, here's a six-packet one. She says, no, 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 I, I need the 12-packet rack. And so I, I don't know if you can see the next to the printer to the right. She said, it was amazing. She says, I've never talked about God before with, with people, but now she works in the hospital. She's in office there. She says, when people walk in her office, she said, we always talk about God now. And when people ask you, what's, what's that? She says, that's my God rock. Okay. And, and then when they talk, she says, well, let's see what can meet your needs. What can we do to serve you? And then they pick glow tracks. So, to run your own Glowathon, this is what you need. You need glow tracks, of course, right? Number one, glow tracks. Then it's nice to establish some kind of glow presence, as I talked about just, just, just a minute ago, by a glow booth. And that's, if, the, if the conference has a glow ministry, that's easy to do. If not, I think the best way to do this is having a glow banner. And I personally, when I come to the church, I have one banner by the table in the back, and then I have one right there where I preach. Then we also have glow packets, and we're going to distribute those in just a little bit. Glow packets, and um, it says mindset card and glow tracker card. Okay. And then also the thermometer that I just mentioned just a little bit ago. Something else you will need is the six-packet glow racks, and that is so you can encourage people to take it in laundromats, in businesses, in doctor's offices, anywhere where they can have some kind of influence in placing those racks. You also set up the tables, either a table or tables, where you place the racks, you place the glow tracks, the packets of glow tracks, and also the newsletter signups. Now, what's really cool about getting names for the newsletter is that every Friday they will receive a letter. Okay, I think the website is called glownews.com. Glownews.com. And every, every Friday you will receive one story. So if you happen to be the glow leader at the local church, then you will always have a story to tell unless somebody else in the church has a story to tell. Then, uh, of course, you have the clipboards for the newsletter. And then you want to have some samples, uh, newsletters, sample stories as well. So, so you can say, hey, this is, this is what it looks like. This is what you'll receive on every Friday. And then photographer. We like to have pictures from church members. Now, here's the timeline. It all starts with the pastor and the church board, right? You need to get an approval from from the church board to do a glowathon, you want to ask for a full Sabbath. Uh, the first Sabbath is we, we like to take the church, church service over, and the next three Sabbaths we ask for 10 minutes during the personal ministries time. If they don't have personal ministries time in the church, then you will just simply say, I, I want to request a glow minute. It's a 10-minute thing. It's a prophetic minute, okay? Now, I just, I just did... I just, did a, I just did a glow-a-thon in one church. And it was weird. During the church service, they had no personal ministries time. And he says, he's like, what do we do? I said, well, we ask for a glow minute, you know. 
And I said, but, you know, try to be, you know, try to not waste time. Don't talk forever. Just, just take five minutes or so. And so Glowathon ended. And, and he said, man, what do we do now? I said, ask for more glow, glow minutes. So right now they have glow minutes going on till the next church board where he will ask, can we transfer the glow minute into personal ministries time? Okay. But every church needs a personal ministries time. You cannot get the church members excited without that. Now, the th next three Sabbaths, you want to have some personal glow testimonies. And here's, here's a bad way to do this. Uh, who would like to share? Oh, brother so-and-so who talks forever? You want to share? Why don't you come up? Okay. There are certain people who can just talk and talk and talk, right? The better way is Sister Farah. And, well, you know, beforehand you know she had a good story, and so you prearrange that Sister Sarah will be coming up front and she'll be telling a testimony. You see what I'm saying here? Okay. Testimonies, of course, you're updating them how things are going, and we'll talk about how do you get those updates, how do you get those numbers. And then I think what's really important is to show how the church can work together. It's not like personal ministry is doing their own thing and, and children ministry is doing their own thing and, and this ministry is going this direction. And they're, you know, hey, why, why not all work together? And during Glowathon, you can actually show it to them. So when that is approved, then you talk to the personal ministries team, whoever is in charge of evangelism, and you set a date when, when you kick off Glowathon, and then you block out those 26 days, the next three Sabbaths and all of that. And then you want to think about creative outreach ways to share glow. So what you think about is, what are some of the events in the city? What are the, some, some ways where we can, we can distribute glow in a big way? You know what I mean? You, you think about what are the different, not only my own ministries, what can we do, but what's happening in the world? What can we do to connect GLOW with them as well? And then for this first Sabbath, you want to make sure that everybody understands their roles. So whether it's personal ministry's time when somebody's telling a story, but especially after the service is over and we have a table with a GLOW banner, you want to make sure that those people understand what their role is. So the preparation time, you, you set up the globe presence in the church, you get the globe packets ready, you make sure everybody understands what's happening, and then you have communication process ready as well. If the church uses Facebook, if they use emails, if they call, use one call now, wouldn't it be cool if you get a phone call from the pastor or the personal ministries director middle of the week and say, this is, just your, little, this is your little pastor here, just reminding you to keep glowing this week, okay? Now, something, something else is really cool. We asked, we asked the church members that have smartphones to take pictures of the glow track that are being left behind. You know, you either give it to somebody or you live in places, right? So you go out to eat and you leave that with a tip. You take a picture. And then... Wherever you are, you're sharing glow, you, you, you take pictures of that. And you send it to the personal ministries leader, and, and you may be the one, you may be the glow leader of the church. And then on Sabbath, during that personal ministries time, you have a little slideshow going on.
with all the different places that the glow went. The, the first Sabbath, we do a lot about glow, but what we really try to emphasize is sign up for the newsletter because that is one way how we can, how glow will stay in touch with individual member. And then of course have the, the, the team at the, the, at the booth, at the table, ready to talk to people. Following three weeks, they, it's time to celebrate the success of Glowathon, of Glow, inspiring stories. And it can be not only by bringing people up front and them telling a story, it's not only you reading a story that you just received the day before, we have some videos that they can, they can watch as well, okay? We have some Glow, Glow videos that they can watch as well. And again, you're showing the synergy of the church. After the Glowathon is over, you, you encourage the lifestyle of sharing glow. So here's the kind of the schedule again. One month before Glowathon is kicked off, you need to start planning glow. In other words, you need to have a church board approval probably one month before you kick off Glowathon. Two to three weeks before Glowathon is kicked off, you want to have a bulletin insert in, in the bulletin announcing that Glowathon is coming and explaining what Glowathon is. And you are saying, how can, I all, how can I do this? I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff you have to do. Well, we are preparing a special page on our Glow SDA website, glowsda.org, and then it will be slash marathon and we'll have all the resources available there we're still developing all those resources we're still designing all this stuff so it's not up there yet but it will be soon and so you can actually download the bulletin insert you can download the thermometer you'll be able to buy those things as well but it will be available for you to download as well and then the friday the day before sab before glowathon we set up the tables with the tracks and the the packets on Sabbath morning, we like to go in the Sabbath school and take the missions time where we share glow stories. We also like to visit the Sabbath school classes and just talk about, hey, why don't you as a Sabbath school class set your own goal for the next 26 days? And so there may be a group of six of you and you will say, okay, let's, let's pray for so many glow tracks for Glowathon. Church service time. We like to take personal ministries time, and that's when we introduce the goal. We take the thermometer, and we say, our church decided to set a goal of 10,000 glow tracks. Now, how do you decide how many glow tracks to do? We follow, we follow this math right here. 10 glow tracks per attendee of the church per week. Okay, so if you have 100 members or 100 people coming to the church, times 10, that's what? That's 1,000. For four weeks, that's 4,000. So your goal is 4,000, unless the church is like, no, 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 no. Now we, we love to be active. We'll raise it to 6,000 or something, okay? But I wouldn't raise it to 60,000. We gotta be realistic, right? So you set a goal, and then ideally, it would be nice if you can have people from the local church telling their own stories, how they've been sharing GLOW already. Number two, we are, we have not approached Elder Wilson, but we know he will love to do this. 
will actually have a video done by Elder Wilson, our General Conference President, and he will say, as you embark on a journey of 26 days, let's share literature like never before. Something like that, right? Children's story. Uh, what I do is I tell, the, I, I, I share a children's story, and then I give each, each child a glow pack with glow tracks and some other, other stuff inside. And then during the sermon time, I share a spiritual message for around seven to eight minutes. Then I talk about the literature ministry, history, and Ellen White's quotes for around seven to eight minutes. We're also working on having a bulletin insert that will go over the history of the publishing work in our church. And then we explain how do you get in the habit of sharing glow? How do you establish a mindset of being a glower? The following Sabbaths, you asked for 10 minutes. So we talked about the glow minute, right? And, and then during offering time is when people will report. And I'm going to explain that in just a little bit. Now, what's really cool about GLOW, and I want to explain this to if you can pass out those, those packets. Okay. If you look, if you, look you know, the, GLOW has a message inside, right? It has a message. But then, um, but then in the back, people, can, people will read it. They can, actually, we read it. Then we share it. And then they will, they will read it. And then they will contact the GLOW office and they will request Bible studies or literature and then the church members are able to follow up and then we can see baptisms. Now this is what we hand out to the church members. There are several GLOW tracks inside. You'll find the blue card called the GLOW mindset card. And so we'll explain to them how to get in habit. You read the tracks for yourself. You find a location in the house or in the car. You know how it is. If you put it in the closet, out of, mind, out, of, out of sight, out of mind, right? But if you place it somewhere at the entry of the house, it will remind you, okay, I got to be picking up some glow today and, and share with somebody. Then you pray for divine appointments, right? God loves to answer those. You plan, you set a goal. Say, I want to share five glow tracks today. And then you hand them out. Um, then on the other side of, of the card, you, you see there are ways to share, different ideas how you can share. The last thing is you can sponsor a glow rack. And here is one of those six-packet glow racks. Laundromats, medical offices, business offices, Christian bookstores. There was, in a Christian bookstore, there was a man who, uh, one of the Adventist people who placed a glow rack in a Christian bookstore. One of the tracks was on Sabbath. One day, a man walked in, and he found a Sabbath track. He picked it up, he read it, and he went back to the Christian, off, uh, Christian bookstore. And he says, you know, you guys have this literature here, but you don't follow what the literature says. They were open on Sabbath. They took the glow track, they read it. Now they are closed on Sabbath. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Then you see the other card is glow tracker. Isn't it awesome, guys? Every member will get those, and, and this is how you, you can get through the uh, sdaglow.org slash marathon website. You can actually get, get those glow trackers. The members will record every day how many glow trackers. On the other side, you see they can set their own goal, and that is so important. And it says, many whom God has qualified to do excellent work accomplish very little because 
they attempt little, they try little. Here's the thermometer. The church will set a goal in the church. Now, here's the bulletin insert. And again, this is, I, I designed this. I'm going to design it, so we're going to have this professionally designed. But you will notice at the bottom right corner, there's a, you can actually tear off that space, and you will put how many glow tracks you passed out this week. So every member does it, and then when the offering plate comes around, they place that little, little note in the offering plate, and that's how we know how many glow tracks were passed out. Glow newsletter, of course, is what we emphasize. And then we not only share physical glow tracks, but also you can share glow tracks online. Here's a really neat story. March 2, we, we posted a Sabbath track online. Okay? This is what our website traffic looked till then, around 18 people a day. The day we posted the Sabbath track, we had 68 people visit our website. The next day, it was 249. Now, it was only because of Sabbath track was posted on a Facebook page. The next day, it was 3,200 people who actually clicked to read the Sabbath track. The next day, 6,500. Now, I was getting excited, you know. The next day, it was 16,000 in one day, one day. Finally, it was 19,000. Over 19,000 people came to read the Sabbath track in just one day. It was around 60,000 people in one day. The, the world map um, lit up like that. The, the blue area is, is people that actually went to our website. I mean, it felt like, you know, people from all over were on Facebook reading the Sabbath track, right? <laughs> Philippines, 1,300. Zimbabwe, 168. South Africa, 2,000. Saudi Arabia, 145 in that one week. In the United States, of course, 49,000. And so you can see how even social media, and of course we offer Bible studies on the bottom of, of the track. Alex was one of those guys. He was attending a theological seminary. He read about the Sabbath a couple of years earlier. But he found that track on, on social media. He read it and he wrote us to let us know that now he keeps the Sabbath as well. A glowathon is an exciting way to get the church excited about glow ministry. Uh, one church finished glowathon. They said, "You know, we want to keep doing glow glow ministry," and they did. And they were approached by a church. To the left is the pastor, Pastor Ministries team, Sunday Keeping Church. They said, "We want to adapt glow ministry in our own church." I don't have time to really share the whole story, but what is really interesting is this lady right here. Do you see this book right here above? God Cares. A co-porter sold the pastor, the God's Care book, just a few months earlier. You can see God is working. Amen? Amen. A few resources for you. Uh, SDAglow.org slash marathon will cover the, the Glowathon we just talked about. Glow Online is the main website. Then I'm going to tell you about, you guys may have seen this book, The Open Door. Uh, the website for that is theopendoorbook.com. Some of the books I recommend is The Printed Prophets. Powerful book. The Printed Prophets. Another one is S.N. Haskell, Man of Action. The man who started the track ministry in our church. I highly recommend this book. Coport Ministry. And then, of course, The Open Door. Thank you so much for your time. I think it's time for us to pray. And, and if you have questions then we will go to the sign and answer those. Let's pray. Father in heaven, 
We want to thank you again for the GLOW ministry and how we have used Nelson Ernst when he was 22 years old. I believe he was inspired by you to start this ministry, and I know all of us can play a part in sharing the GLOW, ministry, GLOW tracks with others as well. And Lord, I know the harvest will be plentiful because we are sharing uh, many GLOW tracks with others. So Lord, help us to be faithful. We pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen. This message was recorded at the GYC 2014 conference at The Cross in Phoenix, Arizona. GYC, a supporting ministry of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, seeks to inspire young people to be Bible-based, Christ-centered, and soul-winning Christians. To download or purchase other resources like this, visit us online at www.gycweb.org.